Hey, what's up, podcast? This is Matt Shalava, and you're listening to the Road to Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Matt Shalava, and today is Sunday, June 10th, 2022. It has been a pretty slow day so far. I got up pretty late, went to church, and now I'm back. And so just wanted to do a podcast. We can touch on a couple of the shoes coming out this week, maybe some of the things I'll be working on, some of the things that I have noticed in the reselling space uh, in the last couple of weeks and stuff that's coming up. So this week, let's get into it. Let's talk about some shoes and let's talk about what I am looking forward to uh, this week. So Tuesday, we have a couple releases coming out. We supposedly have a Dunk Low black and white, not a great looking shoe, but you know, these traditional uh, neutral or very bland colorways tend to do really well. Black and white, uh, white and red, white and blue, black, white and red, like just very plain colorways tend to do the best. And so I do think there's an opportunity there. I haven't looked at prices. I don't think it's a great looking shoe. So again, you know, caveat being it's not a great shoe. It may not do well, but stranger things have happened. So I'm paying attention to that. I'm looking at the Dunk High Michigan States that are coming out, or at least that's what I'm calling them, but they're like basically green and white. Uh, those are supposed to come out on Tuesday, and then there's also a Dunk High orange and blue. Uh, it looks like a Syracuse type of colorway, so we'll kind of see how things go with that, uh, but that's what I'm looking at on Tuesday. Now, Wednesday, we have a Dunk Low Women's Teal Zeal, or Zeal Teal, I don't know what it's called, but it's it's all right. It's teal, and I think there's some orange mixed into there. Not really the best color scheme, but... Uh, dunk lows can do well, especially in cleaner shoes, and it's mainly teal and white. So I do see that there's an opportunity there that it may be a resellable model for a dunk low. Uh, dunk high laser blue also comes out on Wednesday. Again, dunk highs, they don't sell as well as dunk lows. So kind of got to keep my eye on that. But I am looking at that because it's very, very close to a UNC colorway. The blue is a little bit different, but if you kind of don't want to pay up for a UNC colorway, this is maybe your best shot at getting a pair of Dunk Highs or just Dunks in general that are white and light or bright blue. So that's a shoe I'm paying attention to. Thursday, we do got some pretty decent shoes coming out. Let's cover those. Dunk Low Phillies, Dunk High uh, SB Mets. So the SB Dunks, those are a better version of Dunks than just their traditional Dunks. They're like the premium model, I guess. And those tend to do a little bit better. Now, they also retail a little bit higher, so we'll kind of pay attention to that. But the Dunk Low Phillies, I think those are going to do really well. I imagine they look like they're going to be a very high-quality shoe, and the shoe looks clean. So I do expect those to do really well. Dunk High Mets, we'll see. Again, it's a Dunk High, so we kind of have to take that into account. But based on what StockX is showing and what um, eBay is showing around then, I may or may not go for those as well. Much past that, we have the Air Jordan 2 Mason Chateaus coming out on Thursday as well. They're twos, like they're not that great. They are a better looking Jordan 2, but I'm not sure what Jordan brand is really doing. It looks like they're trying to revitalize the Jordan 2. It's maybe one of the ugliest Jordan models other than like the Jordan 8. That, that's a hideous model. And some of the ones they've done between like the uh, the 12 and all the way up to like the 23, there were some weird kind of models mixed into there as well. So obviously kind of take that with a grain of salt. I just don't think it's a good looking Jordan. I think that the Jordan 1, the Jordan 4, the Jordan 5, the Jordan 10, the Jordan 12, and the 11, like those are all really good looking shoes. Um, much past that, I mean, it, you're really kind of getting out there a little bit as to some of these other shoes and they've been pushing the Jordan 2. I don't see it. The colorways, even if they're really high end collaborations, really haven't been reflecting the resale price that they would have in a different Jordan model. So if you took some of these collaborations, like the look at the AMA uh, ones or even the AMA threes that came out last year, and that's another one, the three, very good looking shoe. Those are doing way better than the AMA twos. And 
part of it's because the colorway is way better on the threes, way better on the ones, but the twos just aren't that wearable of a model. They're also ugly. So, you know, I'm not really looking forward to these on Thursday, but there's, there's potential, right? We've seen some of these Mason Chateau collaborations do well in the past. So I'm keeping an open, like I'm keeping my eyes open to it and at least an open mind. On Thursday, we also have Puma Dunklo, or not Puma Dunklos, the Puma MB1 Lows coming out, I think Thursday or Friday. I'm not entirely sure which day. It's supposed to be team colorways. I don't expect those to do crazy well. The UFO shoes that came out were arguably, in my opinion, one of the best colorways of the MB1s that they've released. It's clean. Even like my my sister and my girlfriend, as I showed them the shoes, they're like, are you wearing those for personal? I'm like, those these are probably a personal pair for basketball but I'm not going to wear them like outside. These are going to be like something I wear for basketball. Like if I want to play indoors, I want to preserve this shoe for a long time. It's a very comfortable shoe. And so in that way, I think that if that shoe is not reselling super high and it's not, then I don't expect these to do very well either, but I'm going to keep my eye on it. And if they do end up reselling well, expect some restocks. Puma typically does some restocks throughout the day. And then the like foot sites like foot locker champs they'll typically do some restocks as well i ended up hitting a pair in my size on a restock for the past ones that came out i ended up ordering them in a 10 and a half i'm usually like flutter between a 10 and a 10 and a half in most shoes so i went 10 and a half figuring it would be perfectly fine it was a little bit too big and so probably a 10 in puma and i'm probably a 10 in most stuff at this point so i ended up ordering those i think like the week after they released on champs and i got them the only thing that they had to tack on was the shipping, which kind of sucked, but you can like run Rakuten and stuff like that, which are like cashback programs. You can't get some money off on those sorts of things. So that's something I'm looking at on Thursday and Friday. And then Friday, we also have these uh, Dunklo, I think they're going to come out. They're like this, they're, they're a blue and white Dunklo in grade school. Phenomenal resale on those. I think retail is around 80-ish dollars, maybe 85 and resale last time I checked was hovering around 150 bucks. So really, really good profitable shoe. Uh, we like to see large margins, especially in lower costs. So you know, a a shoe that sells for $150 that retails for 80 bucks, you're obviously having a $70 margin on that is way better than a shoe that sells for $220 that retails for 150 bucks. Because even though there's the same difference there in uh, margin for what you can sell it for versus what you buy it for, you're going to pay more fees on a platform because the $220 is what they're going to take the fee off of. Uh, where, you know, if you're you're selling a shoe for $150, they're only going to take the fees on the $150 shoe. So I like shoes that have low retails that have high resales. That's obviously the best. And um, it's even better if the, the resale isn't necessarily like going to be super, super high um, where like it's the same price, but the uh, cost is going to be taken out with the fees. I don't know. That doesn't necessarily make sense what I just said, but basically I just like shoes with lower retails and, and good resales like everybody does. So that's what we got going on Friday. I'm looking forward to those. And Saturday we have an AJ1 KO Gray. Uh, I don't know. Good good looking shoe. I think if this is a Jordan 1, it would have some resale potential. It's not. It's a Jordan 1 KO. Um, I'm not even sure what that stands for. It probably stands for something important, but I don't know what it is. And the colorway is clean, very good looking shoe. If it was a Jordan 1, again, would sell really well. Since it's not just a Jordan 1, it's this Jordan 1 KO thing. I've seen colorways of this in the past do really well. Um, obviously, shoes were doing a little bit better in the past than they are right now. So you have that to kind of a factor in. And some of the colorways they've done of this shoe have been very classic colorways. So I was talking a little bit in GFNF yesterday. They have been, Jordan's been rolling out maybe the ugliest colorways I've seen in a long time for their Jordan 1s. Like just terrible hideous jordan one shoes other than like the stage haze those were good but look at the color blocking schemes on some of these shoes they've released um that red one that they did that was like 
the heritage i think is what it was called ugly um they're doing another one the same exact color blocking scheme in gray also ugly and so you're looking at these shoes and none of them really look that good they're not reselling very well and it's just kind of making me wonder what the heck are they doing why are they coming out with a, a volt and, and black colorway like again like volt doesn't do very well nobody likes it uh why are you guys coming out with these weird color blocking schemes that nobody likes and so they're not selling out and it's just weird i i, I don't understand who was put in charge of some of these designs but they're ugly and then what you see with some of these other shoes that they're like trying to prop up the jordan 1 ko like that's coming out in really good colorway so i don't know if maybe they're trying to steer people towards buying some of these other models because either it's cheaper to make them or they just don't feel like there's enough demand for them but these jordan 1 colorway suck and then the like spin-offs of maybe like the dunks or now obviously these jordan 1 ko's or even some of the jordan 1 lows they have these great colorways coming out it's just crazy because if these came out on a jordan 1 high they would resell pretty much immediately and they're giving us them in like this uh spin-off of a shoe that uh, it doesn't look the same it probably doesn't feel the same and so i don't know i'm not crazy about it so that shoe comes out i'm gonna pay attention to resale on that i've seen good ones come out but again they were like chicago colorways they were i think they did a band bread colorway um so you kind of got to pay attention to that because the the colorway that comes out will dictate the shoe a lot of times when you have some of those very very iconic jordan colorways coming out in some of these other shoes people will buy it just based on the colorway it sounds crazy but that's how it works in sneakers and so i'm going to pay attention to those on saturday and see how things kind of play out from there next week we have slides i'm excited for those i'm going to be running for those as heavily as i can with uh one of the bots that i have so we'll kind of see how that plays out but much past that there's not a lot coming up in sneakers uh other than the stuff that i laid out now now things could change things can get delayed pay attention to that pay attention to soul links and soul retriever and all that kind of good stuff but for now that's kind of what i'm looking at for the week ahead other stuff um i'm going to be doing a little bit of work this week obviously getting some of the stuff in the garage cleaned out i just have a lot of junk in there and it's crazy when you buy a lot of online arbitrage stuff you don't necessarily think about how many boxes you're going to have but you really do end up with a lot of boxes and so i have a lot of boxes i need to get rid of i'm going to be probably recycling those this week and then i'm going to be doing some stuff getting uh things sorted out with i ordered some stuff from american bubble boy I had a little bit of an issue with that so i'm going to get that sorted out and then just running through amazon hitting that hard and doing some reading of uh the book that i'm working on profit first for e-commerce sellers really thinking that through i had a couple breakthroughs just today and just like uh thinking of just some stuff for how i would run my spreadsheet to be able to account for returns account for different losses that i would take in so if i want to donate an item how do i record that how do i take it out of inventory and then how do i record it as a separate loss a couple of breakthroughs with that as to how i want to do that and so that's all down the pipeline that's in the future but it's still something good to have in mind i can kind of build off of and then when i need to actually build it i can go out there and do that in Airtable and really really like i already have a very robust system for accounting but that would that would basically shore up any loose ends right anything that i have to do at the end of the year returns or anything put a system in place to just automatically log those instead of having to go in at the end of the year and make sure that all my returns are accounted for and stuff and just be live and so that's that's super helpful for me i think that would be something that would be beneficial and then from that kind of stuff i could start to generate profit and loss statements on the fly and so every month i could have a PL or you know however often i want to do it and that would be a better way to get a very good feel for the pulse of my business uh, live instead of looking at it once or twice a year which you're not supposed to do and i know that it's just you feel like you have so much going on that you don't want to look at it and it's kind of hard to get all your numbers put together but for me kind of getting that stuff a little bit more organized a little bit better tweaked 
that's kind of where I want to be at. I want to be able to pull my numbers very quickly. I want to be able to look at my numbers and know what they are. And then I can make decisions based on the numbers that are live instead of making decisions based on numbers I looked at a month or two months or five months ago. So that's kind of the things to look at there. Now, obviously, I'm not making buying decisions based on cash flow from five months ago. I have that kind of live in my bank accounts, but it's still good to be able to have a very good idea as to what your projections are going to be in the future so that you know, hey, if this riskier buy doesn't pan out, am I going to have enough cash to be able to weather the storms or be able to purchase what I need to for the upcoming months and uh, quarters ahead? And so that's what I'm looking at right now. It's going to be a lot of work, but obviously priority number one, Amazon, become an expert in Amazon and really refine the replens model for myself, really get a good business flowing with that. And then number two, get moved out, get an apartment, get some stuff working with that just because I need my own space at this point. And number three, uh, really start to hone in some of these other things with just things that are kind of loose ends on the business that I really need to get put together. And once I have all that kind of stuff there, it's kind of a operating system on its own start to look into hiring some people to do some packing, some shipping, or outsourcing that even to a prep center, kind of moving from there. But that's all down the pipeline. I'm not kind of getting ahead of myself there. Step number one is get a working Amazon business. And it's working a little bit, but I I really want to be able to scale it up. So that's what I'll be working on in the days and weeks and months ahead. So keep you guys informed as to what I'm doing with that. You can come rock with me on the podcast and I'll keep you up to date pretty much daily as to what I'm doing. And you can kind of get a feel for how I'm building my business, what I'm doing to build it. And then even if you want to kind of take some steps along with me, I can't guarantee you exactly where we'll get or when we'll get there. But my plan is to build a fairly substantial Amazon business. And so that's what I'll be working on uh, for the foreseeable future. So anyway, with that being said, I'm going to go. You guys have a great rest of your Sunday. Have a great rest of your weekend. And I will talk to you tomorrow with another podcast. Have a good one. Peace. Peace.